It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to the rendezvous. C'est Simon Marcel. Simon Marcel, it's Simon Marcel. The accent is French, straight from Paris. Um, before we get to your questions and your calls, uh, me and my two producers were having a little conversation about the power of the universe towards life, especially towards our love life, our professional life, our family life. My philosophy is. I started working years ago for where I am today, and I'm always working on the next goal, whether it's work, whether it's love, whether it's cultural, what I want to see, what I want to learn, uh, including my English classes. Everything is like that. And Adam kind of relate to me there. And we have Jill, who's probably the most poetic of the three of us, who said to Adam and I that she believes 100% in the power of the universe to put her in the right path. And I wanted to know, and I put on my social media at one radio, do you believe you control your own destiny or do you think the universe controls your destiny? Interesting debate. Now back to reality, back to love. Questions next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Brooke. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brooke. What's going on tonight? So earlier this summer, I met a guy at a party and then... We've been texting nonstop, like long paragraphs, almost every day while he was out of town for the summer. And as soon as he got back into town, I haven't heard from him. So I'm not sure what's going on. So first of all, how does that make you feel? Well, it kind of makes me feel like either I, like there was a miscommunication and I did something wrong, or maybe he, as soon as he got back, he just got busy and lost interest. I'm not sure. Well... The only thing you can do now is take distance. You can't reach out to him, right? You can't. There's nothing you can do. Um, the guy hasn't reached out back because he's not missing you. That's why. Mm. Just like in your life, if you don't reach back to a dude, usually don't miss him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the best you can do is distance. Um, but I would not wait. I would not hope. I understand the, the ghosting is really annoying. But I don't have a magic formula to return the ghost back to reality. So I, I feel like since that, that has happened to me, you know, uh, in my life, I've learned little by little to never run after a ghost, but run away from the ghost. Okay. Okay. That's so, good advice. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome, bro. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, let's talk about the tragedy of ghosting. Next. I don't know if you noticed if you're single, but... On top of all the epidemic that we don't need to talk about, there is the epidemic of ghosting. Just like my last caller, Brooke said, everybody ghosts everybody. And it was not like that in my early life. I don't remember being ghosted many times before, a couple of times, but not, and also I would not do it. And then little by little, with the online dating, and the fact that you could speak to a million people at the same time, date a million people at the same time, do whatever you want with no more rules. You know what? We took away the, the rules of chivalry. That's what happened. We took away those rules. And I exactly I wonder who took it away. Uh, for instance, the fact that you can date so many people at the same time with you don't have to answer to anybody for as long as it takes unless you have the DTR. To me, it's still weird. The fact that it's okay to ghost, because what can you do? And don't think it's very rude to do that? That's strange. So let's, let's, let's talk about why we should not ghost, but talk. Next. So 
in front of this epidemic of ghosting. Everybody's ghosting on everybody. Ask your friends, ask yourself. And why? Because we've lost our manners. We've lost chivalry. We've lost old school. It's rude to ghost. You should talk. Write a text. This is why it's over. Unless, obviously, you're in danger physically or emotionally. But if it's just because you don't want to deal with, you know, the closure, at least DM a little nice goodbye and close it. But the ghosting, I'm against it. That's rude. I was not raised like that. And I know it's not fashionable to be old school and everything is changing and I don't understand the world so much anymore. But I know one thing. Respect, whether it was yesterday or today, is still a value when it comes to relationship that we should embrace. Now I sound like a grandfather, I'm sure. Anyway, that's how I feel. You call the next. Bonjour, Tiana. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tiana. What's going on? Okay, so my partner and I, we've been together for a few years. And um, recently, it's just been really lackluster in the bedroom. Like our ooh-la-las have been just um, really kind of dead. I've tried to spice it up. I've tried to talk to my partner about it. But I just don't know, like, how else to convey that we've just hit a wall and it's not as spicy as it used to be. Okay. How long have you been together? We've been together four years. Four years. On a scale of one to ten, how, how exciting was Ulala the first year? Oh, my gosh. It was like at a ten. How about this last year? It's at like a four. A four. You would feel he just not into the ulala, is just is tired. What, how would you describe his attitude? Yeah, um, he's just been rushing over it. There's no more romance like before. He's just been like, oh, you want to ulala, and then we do it, and then that's it. And he's like, okay, like roll over, that's it. Mm-hmm. What do you miss the most, the romance or the ulala itself? I miss both. I miss the leading up to it. I miss how he used to, you know, act and behave. And I also miss the passion that we had. I feel like we've lost that passion a little bit. Yeah, which is normal. Um, what is the unspoken between you and him? What is this thing besides the ooh What do you think is the unspoken? Something that is not being said? I think we're just bored with each other. Uh-huh. So let me ask you this tough question. Why would you want to stay with a boring guy in a boring relationship that doesn't want to romance you or ulala with you? I mean, we've been together for so long that I just, I don't want to just like give up. I feel like we can overcome if we just really put some effort in. And I've asked for effort. I just haven't received anything, you know? Well... The thing is, it takes two to tango. So, right. um, by the way, what happened you know, before this day doesn't count anymore. It's gone. So we live in here and now always when it comes to relationship. What matters is I want you to be happy now. So he needs to realize this. So I say you go on strike. No ooh-la-la. Don't ask for anything and see how it goes. And then when he wants to do it, he said, no, no, no. We need to have a very long and complete conversation about the state of our relationship what's happening, how I feel, and then you ask him, how are you feeling? And 
he will either come back to his senses and start to to have fun again with you and romance you and not take you for granted or maybe he's bored with you and he wants out and then you guys need to separate and and find somebody who wants to be with you because life is too short too short you know to spend time in the name of the past with somebody who is not into you anymore it's a waste of your life and his you're right good luck to you have this conversation strike no more ulala then conversation then decision okay okay thank you bye Simon Bye, Tiana. So, simple question. Do you believe, because you've spent so much time with somebody, that you need to work on the relationship because the name of the, to protect the past, you've got to, you know, sacrifice the present? Let's talk about that next. So, I have a simple question, and I'm, I'm curious to know what you think. If you're in a relationship for years and things are not working out anymore, do you get the same sense that Malasco Luciana that because you spent three or four years together, but things are not working out anymore? Well, you don't want to throw it away because you spent three or four years or 10 years together or 15 years. Do you believe that's a good reason to stay together, the past? Or do you believe the only thing that matters is what's happening now and what will happen tomorrow? Think about this. And I know this is not cliche or normal to say that. But the past is gone, just like my hair fell away, and I'm balding quickly. So I started to shave my head. You might think it's a funny analogy, but it is. What's gone is gone. You've got to accept it. The time is gone. The four years you've had with the person, gone. So the only thing that we have to consider in this one-way ticket life is how we feel here and now. And I, I want to emphasize about this. So stay with me. I have another argument that I want to make to you before you make a judgment. Next. So I'm going to go to the extreme to make this point. Say you've met in college and you've been together for 20 years. At the beginning, college time, ooh la la, passion, this, that. You got engaged, you got married, you got kids. Now they're off to college and you both stiff with each other. No ooh la la. You're looking at other people on Instagram and you're fantasizing about your neighbors. But you spend those 20 years, do you think you should work on staying together or should you, after a great conversation, either by yourself or with a couple of therapists, decide whether maybe the relationship was meant to be 21 years, another day more, or should it be longer? But we gotta authorize ourselves to ask this question without any guilt. Some people like my parents will be good for 55 years and counting, still together, and some people won't not pass three or four years. I don't think one relationship is more beautiful than the other. It's just life. We can't compare. So feel free to break up when you are unhappy and you have no kids or your kids are grown up. Love life. Aimer la vie. Just goes like this. Call the next. Bonjour, Peyton. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on? How can I help you? My husband and I, we have two toddlers. And whenever I feel exhausted and my husband will always say, what's wrong? Why are you mad at me? I always tell him I'm tired because I genuinely am tired. But he always seems to think that I'm mad at him or that implies he's not doing enough. And it usually ends in an argument. And 
I just need to figure out a different way to let my husband know that I'm just genuinely tired and overwhelmed and having two young kids is a lot. And it's not about him. It's just, you know, having kids. And what is it you think he doesn't understand about that? I mean, you know, everybody tends to think that moms do a lot of the work, and sometimes that's true, but my husband and I, I think we split things very equally, and he is very supportive, and I tend to think it's his insecurities about that, because we have two little girls, and, uh -huh. like, right now, they're really into being with mama, they want to dress like me and be with me, so... I think he just worries he's not helping enough. So when I'm tired, I think he thinks it's his fault. Okay. Have you explained that to him? Have you kind of said, you know, it's not have you like the same way you're telling me? Yes. And I think he thinks I'm just being nice about it. And yeah, it always ends, it ends in an argument. So I don't know what to do. Um, has the Urala slowed down? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Um. You want to change the mood? Reignite the Ulala with him? Oh, I, and would, I would love that. He, he will too. He will too. Because he probably feels, you know, lack of attention. And instead of saying and talking about this, and, and if the Ulala is slowing down, he needs to be feeling the object of desire, of your desire and all that, and attention. So if you're in the mood, I say, Ulala, la, 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 la. <laughs> is that really the answer? <laughs> That's the Isn't answer. Is that easy? <laughs> Listen, with most men, the answer lays in the ooh-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. <laughs> well, I will definitely give it a go because it is something that I desperately need. So maybe I'll just drink another coffee later in the day to make sure it happens. You, Listen, I, I mean, I'm on radio, but I'll just say a lot of ooh-la-la-la-la-la-la is a lot of joie de vivre and energy of life, okay? Okay. Thank you, Simon. Goodbye, Peyton. When you think of ooh la 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 la, do you smile? Do you cringe? Do you feel guilty? How do you feel? We'll talk about that next. Hey, when you think of ooh la 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 la, with your partner, your husband, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, is it, is it, is it something you think is like a duty? Is it something that you can go without for a month and you don't care about it? Is it something you crave? Is it something that you look forward to? Is it something that is a huge deal? Or is it something that is like a daily need and you need to ooh la la a lot? Which category do you put your ooh la 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 impulse? Because more and more and more and more in the last 15 years I've been doing this show, so many people are not having the ooh-la-la they want. It's sad. I mean, one life. So let me talk about why, whether you're single or whether you're in a relationship, the more the ooh-la-la, the better. Next. Would you say you're part of the people that are having the ooh-la-la-la-la-la that they want, that you wish you had so much more? Well, it's more romantic, more passionate, more wild, more savage, more this, more that but you feel your body is not being braced by the energy of romance and ooh-la-la. -la. And you know why it's so important to have ooh-la-la -la with the person of your choice? Because that connection relaxes the most in us. After good ooh-la-la, -la, you feel so much more 
at peace. And if you stop that, it's like a function of yourself that is being put to sleep. Imagine if you could do that to your ears. You would not hear anything for two years. Do you imagine all the beautiful music and sound and voices you would miss? I mean, the ulala is part of our eight senses. It's important. If you don't ulala, you don't enjoy life fully. Call the next. Bonjour, Lily. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lily. I understand you have a, a romantic story to share, and I'm all ears. What What's happening? Great. Well, you know, it's not like grandiose romantic, but it really touched my heart. Um, my boyfriend and I have been together for three years, but when we had first kind of moved in together, uh, mm -hmm. shortly thereafter, he um, you know, travels for business, so he had to go on a business trip. And I was probably, you know, talking a lot about how much I would miss him and, you know, probably said something like, jokingly, like, don't find another girlfriend or something, you know. And yeah. while he was gone, the entire, like, three or four days, I kept finding little post-it notes that he had hidden for me, like, reminding him that he loves me. You know, like, I would go to uh. do the dishes, I'd open the dishwasher, and there'd be a little note, you know, like, hi, I'll be back soon, and we'll be eating together, you know. There was one in my underwear drawer. There was, like, one in the medicine cabinet. I mean, it was really it was really sweet. And then, like, the whole time, I was reminded of his love every time I found a post-it note, and I didn't miss him. And then he was back, and it was, you know, but it was it was just really thoughtful. I thought it was really thoughtful, and he, you know, put some time into that. How, how did that make you feel? I mean, I, I was already, you know, obviously super in love with him. But to know that he heard me when I was just mentioning offhand little things about missing him, you know, and he really, I just felt cared for, I guess. I felt, I felt really, I felt loved and cared for. It was wonderful. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I mean, I need stories like this with this crazy world we live in. When I hear soft stories, somebody caring for somebody else makes my night better. So Lily, thank you so much for sharing and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Question for you. If your fiancé wanted to invite their ex to your wedding, would you be okay with it or not? We'll talk about that next. If your fiancé wanted to invite their ex to your wedding, would you be okay with it? I remember talking about that just a few shows ago, and um, I wanted to know what you thought. So, post on my social media, 34% of you voted yes. I'll be okay with my fiancé inviting his ex to our wedding. 66% of you said no way um I, I don't think i could do that you know i'm open-minded and i'm you know from france and all that but maybe i'm too american <laughs> i just couldn't so i'm i would say no thank you so much for voting a merci beaucoup thank you for spending this late night with me a demain the rendezvous with simon marcel